accept this rose. Break. Now that she's back in the atmosphere, her drops of Jupiter in her head. She acts like summer and she walks like rain. Reminds me that there's time to change. Since her return, let's stay on the moon. She listens like spring and she talks like June. Yeah, eh, 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 eh. Tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights all faded and that heaven is overrated? Tell me, did you fall from a shooting star? One without a permanent scar Until you miss me while you were looking for yourself out there And there it is, folks. <laughs> Lane Hardy, Max, Adam Levine, all the people, Joey, that you have compared yourself to on this podcast. What are we thinking of your debut Bros in the Break Room karaoke performance there? What are we, what are we thinking? I'm thinking Lane has nothing on me. I'm thinking Lane has nothing on you either. I mean, hey, that that, that was pretty solid. I, I absolutely loved it. Joey's confidence lately has been absolutely insane. It, it's been you're 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 flirting with cockiness now. You you realize that, right? I I go me and Joey hung out on Friday. It was our buddy Kyle Economy's wedding. Shout out to Kyle uh, and, and and his wife Jesse. It was an awesome time. Me and Joey go to the wedding and Joey's wearing a suit and he looks good in the suit. He, he, he looks, he, 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 cle- he cleaned up nice. He looked great. And I go up to Joey. I go, dude, nice. You look great in that suit. He goes, oh yeah, dude, I look so good in this suit. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh dude, are you kidding me? This suit? You talking about this? And he's just, he's just so, uh, he shows up to, we have a gig at Cowboy Jack's the next day. Uh, our band Bourbon Creek does. And I always look for Joey because he's always wearing his famous cowboy hat, the infamous cowboy hat. There's nothing cowboy about Joey Havlick outside of the fact that he likes country music. There's nothing cowboy about him, but he's always wearing this cowboy hat. Um, and his swag was just turned on at Cowboy Jacks with that cowboy hat as well. Joey, what's going on? I feel like I feel like you're feeling good lately, man. Your confidence has been through the roof. and You're, you're singing Drops of Jupiter to kick off the, uh, the, the, the podcast. I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I just feel like lately, uh, I mean, I've just really, I've really been. Uh, if you guys can see the way he's sitting right now, he's got one arm up. He's just laying back like he absolutely owns this place. Well, he does, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've just been um, singing lots of karaoke recently. And uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's been a, a little bit of, you know, some bombs and some good ones. You had a pretty um, healthy bomb. It sounded like of Luke Bryan. A Luke Bryan bomb happened in a big way over the weekend. Is that right? Yeah, I, I okay. tried someone else calling uh, calling your baby. Okay. And it's one of my favorite Luke Bryan songs. And I just like, you have this vision, like you sing in the car and you like, maybe right. sing in the shower and you just have this vision. Exactly. Like, I know what you mean. This is going to be great. And then you get on stage and it just 
it's just not high ambition. And it's like from it's the first, it's from, like right away, you yeah, know, you just know as yeah. soon as it starts. Like it's not, it, that even happens, sometimes it happens with our band too. We'll, 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 we'll like rehearse a song and I have this vision of how it's going to look and then we start and it's just not, and then, but the good thing about being in a band is you're rehearsing it, right? With you, you're just, you're just out there doing karaoke, just bombing in front of everybody, right? With Luke Bryan. Oh yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. From the first note, you're like. Ooh, that was that wasn't good. Yeah, and then you're like, ooh, this isn't getting any better <laughs> a- anytime soon. You're just waiting for it to be over. Yeah, but, I, yeah I, I I know how that goes. Yeah, but yeah, you're right though. Yeah, in that suit at Kyle's wedding. Yeah, I did feel like I just had my swag kind of turned on. I know. I, I had, know. I regret it as soon as I told you you look good in that suit. I immediately regretted it when you started going, oh yeah, dude, you're talking <laughs> about this suit right here. And then he whips out the cowboy hat. He's got his cowboy hat on. He was calling himself Cowboy Wedding Joe. He's got, there's different versions of Cowboy Joe. You got Cowboy Joe. You got Cowboy Wedding Joe. You got the beach cowboy. Once he showed up to one of our one of our gigs wearing a, a Hawaiian shirt, like a Hawaiian dad-like shirt, and then a cowboy hat on. And those two things should never go together. I didn't realize how like off the, the, the concept of a Hawaiian shirt and a cowboy hat. Those two things do not go together. And Joey just shows up to our gig wearing it. I absolutely loved it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it takes a couple of different evolutions. Yeah, like you said, the wedding. Normally, normally I was just wedding Joe. Like I was in my suit, it was just wedding Joe. <laughs> and then when I put the cowboy hat, I'm I was wedding cowboy Joe. Sure. And yeah, you said. And normally at Bourbon Creek shows, I'm cowboy Joe. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that one time, you know, you, you might get a beach cowboy. A beach cowboy. <laughs> and it's not even beach cowboy Joe. It's just beach cowboy. No, I'm no, the beach, it's just cowboy. beach cowboy. The beach cowboy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that's I, what yeah did. I forgot about that. I was in a swimsuit. My like blue with like fish swimsuit. Nothing you were wearing made sense. I think I had Crocs too. I think I might have my camo Crocs. Oh my on gosh! As well. yeah. Oh my gosh! I think you did. Yeah. That was the ultimate like just <laughs> debauchery of an outfit. He's got his Crocs on. He's got a swimsuit. He's got a cowboy hat, and then he's got a Hawaiian shirt. No, it just none of it made none of it made none of it made any sense. Um, only Joey. Um, so nice job, Joey. Way to kick us off there with a little. Uh, your favorite song um, by by far to, to sing, which is which is uh, Drops in Jupiter. Um, Joey, uh, big cutting, another big cutting episode here. We moved from seven people to four people. I was really thinking this was going to be a pretty epic episode, and I guess in some parts it was, but I felt a little bit underwhelmed, and I'm not entirely sure why, Joey. It just felt like a little bit of a... Uh, I guess I don't even know the right words to put it. I was thinking with some and there was going to be some Andrew S stuff. I thought they were going to bring back a five piece, maybe. I thought we were going to have a five piece at hometowns, maybe, with the way Andrew S was coming back. Thoughts on the episode in general, Mike? I think the only spot you're getting a five piece tonight is in the Wendy's drive-through on the way home. <laughs> the there ain't, 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 ain't going to be no five piece on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we ain't yeah. getting no five piece yeah. tonight on the show. Um, yeah, I agree. I was. Really underwhelmed with the episode. Yeah. Uh, just didn't do much for me. Um, I yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was it was kind of boring, and that can happen to the show. It does get sure. kind of boring. Um, hometowns are usually good though, because the family members usually bring something. You well, know. they were not good at Matt season, right? No, the hometowns yeah. were pretty weak at Matt season. So I'm hoping we get something a little a little bit um, a little bit more. Um, exciting than that but yeah this kind of happened with Matt's season we're, we're at the point of the show Joey and I think I mentioned this last episode as well we're at the point of the show now where everybody's a nice good guy right we have everybody's a good guy uh, who, who are you saying Blake might not be is that you're thinking yeah. I mean I think he's a good guy I think he maybe has a stronger personality than the rest of the guys but I wouldn't say that he's not 
a good guy. The point I guess I'm trying to make is the drama in the house is going to start to kind of we we don't have any clear villains anymore, right? So the drama in the house, and I noticed this on Matt seasons, but the drama within the house, which is kind of the the stuff I actually kind of like the most in the show because it's so petty and hilarious in my opinion. The stuff that happens in the house, that stuff kind of goes away, and now we focus our attention more on the fact that these relationships are getting more serious and that these these breakups now are becoming more serious as well. Um, I think we saw that twofold. I think we, well, I guess kind of threefold with Brendan, although <laughs> we'll get to Brendan. We'll get to, we'll, we'll get to Brendan. I got some things to say about a, about a Brendan. Uh, I wanted to start out, Joey, did you see the news about Bachelor in Paradise who is going to be joining the season? Uh, yeah, we got yeah. some of the old, uh, my boy, Aaron. Your boy, Aaron. Aaron. Yep. Aaron's going to be there. Uh, Cat Guy, a.k.a. Connor B., a.k.a. Cat Guy, is going to be there. Uh, James is going to be there. Um, Who? <laughs> I, know, I was about to say that, too. James didn't get a lot of airtime, but I feel like I feel like James was like a well-liked guy. He seems like a, he seems super hot. He seems super nice. I don't know. He seems like a cool guy. I'm, I'm all for I'm, I'm team James. And then Trey, who is probably my favorite dude on the show, is going to be showing up at Paradise as well. So I'm super excited for Paradise again. Started. Um, Joey was just talking up Paradise, saying it's just nonstop action. It's just nonstop awesome. He says I'm absolutely going to love Bachelor in Paradise. I haven't seen it, so I'm really looking forward to uh, to doing a podcast on the show as I'm experiencing it uh, for the first time. So that's going to be fun. I also saw Caitlin and Tasha Joey are going to be rehosting, are going to be the host for Michelle's season. Um, thoughts on Caitlin and Tasha? Let's do a little, another little uh, Caitlin and Tasha check in. What do we think of them as hosts? Do we have any opinion at all? Well, I haven't really seen that much of them, and I feel like that's kind of where I want it. Like, I, I honestly yeah, me too. feel like Katie, I mean, Katie's crushing it. I mean, yeah. she, like, actually really is doing really well. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to say she's one of the best bachelor, bachelorettes of all time yet, but she's really, like, I like it because, sorry, not to tangent away from no, go the for host it. question. No, go, go for it. But, like, when she sent Andrew S. home the first time, like right when she kicked <laughs> yeah, him off, right. which should have been the last time, but uh, apparently not. Anyways, we'll get to that. Um, she actually like gave real reasons why she sent him home. Yeah, it wasn't just like, "Hey, I'm gonna cry on your shoulder for like five minutes. It's gonna be really awkward and bad TV. I'm gonna put you in a limo." Like she actually was like, said, "This is why I sent you, I sent you home." Blah blah blah. I don't know. I just think she's doing a good job. But anyway, yeah, me too. <laughs> my roundabout point is. She's carrying the show so well. I don't really think we need these hosts. Yeah. To true. your to your earlier point on, sure, do right. we need a host at all <laughs> for the yeah, show at all? Right. And she's Katie's kind of proving uh, no. So I right. Know, I yeah. mean, if the question is, could the show potentially move on if Caitlin and Tasha were not on the season? The answer is an uh, an absolutely yes. Right. The show can go on. And in, in the case of Katie's season, I don't think we we see the show go on, and I don't think we really see many hiccups if we're missing the hosts. We're not going to have anybody uh, there to say. This is the final rose. Excuse me. We don't have anybody there to say this is the final rose. The one time I needed them to do it, Joey. Do you remember that? We got confused. There was one situation where we didn't know if it was the final rose or not. And all I needed was someone. That was the one time I actually needed them to say (laughs) this is the final rose. And they didn't say it. They didn't say it the one time I needed them to say it. So... They're re- they're going to be hosting again. Do you know how much they're making? Do you have any ideas? Chris Harrison, I saw made four million an episode uh, a season. I can't imagine that they're pulling in 
if we split that even in half, can't imagine they're pulling in $2 million a season doing this. Do you have any idea how much they're making? Do you want to throw out a Joey Wild speculation guess yeah, with have, no basis of fact? Have you looked it up? Is, I have we, not. I have uh, not. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I tried looking it up, but I couldn't find it. My my guess is it's not not a lot. Like, I would guess, like, like de- definitely not even – I bet you it's not even a million each. May- maybe it is. I mean, wow, well, that would be a lucky payday for If it's anything more than 100 bucks, they're stealing money. Yeah, yeah, Joey, if it's anything say, more than 100 say, bucks, was, they, yeah. are, they are robbing ABC clean um, by hosting the show. So if Caitlin and Tayshia are getting an opportunity to host Michelle's season, I mean <laughs> – I would say absolutely if I was them. I mean, you're you're talking about a payday, and I, I just see them kind of over there, uh, over there kicking it. Maybe they'll take a, a a more involved role with Michelle's season, but I don't know. Well, it's interesting. Did they even? Did I miss it? Did they even say this is the final rose of the night? Did I did I miss it? I feel like they did. It. I, I don't. I don't think they did either. They, yeah, no, so there were only two roses now, so it's a little bit different. When you have like fifteen roses, it becomes a little more. Maybe you need someone to say that. <laughs> I don't really think you do. You can just show the final rose. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. But I, I guess um, it was pretty clear that you know it was going to be the final rose when you only got two people left. So yeah, um, yeah. I guess my my theory is I don't really think they're they've been there the whole time. Like. It seemed like there was this one scene that was really interesting. I don't know if you noticed it, but like uh, Katie needed somebody to talk to. Like probably would have been a great part for Caitlin and uh, Tasha to, to jump in there. And then it was just this awkward back of the head producer shot. It, it was like when she was like sad about sending Andrew S home. Right. <clears throat> and I was like, where are the hosts when you need them? And they're probably sipping Mai Tais in the Bahamas. That's the only thing I can think of. They're, they're not there. They've, right? left, they've left the country. Right, right, um, right. I don't know where they are either, but it was so weird because they show Katie and she's just talking to herself. That's what she's and like I'm by thinking, herself. And yeah. I was thinking, I wasn't even really paying attention at the time. I don't know what I was doing, but I wasn't paying attention to the screen. I just heard her talking and I'm thinking, well, she's talking to Caitlin and Tasha. They're there kind of comforting her. I look over. It's just Katie. She's just talking to herself. She's just talking for the sake of talking for the producers. Very weirdly edited. I don't know why you wouldn't throw the hosts back in there to, to, to comfort her. It makes no there. sense. Because they're not because there. Because they're Joey, not there. Joey has this theory <laughs> that the hosts are leaving. Like the host, Joey has this like crazy Joey theory that the hosts are showing up and they're doing all of the takes they need to do with the host. They do it all on like the same day and then the host just leave and they, they just, they just take off. Like they film it like a movie. Like they don't film it chronologically with the hosts. I don't think any of that is true. I will say they are definitely, um, they're definitely making a pretty penny. I would call it legal robbery is what Tasha and Caitlin, I think they are legally robbing ABC if they're making anything more than a, $100 doing that. So, yeah. Well, the, the thing is that's interesting <clears throat> is like that's where Chris Harrison used to always step in. Like right when that moment when she was really breaking down from Andrew S. Oh, there's yeah. so many times where that's where Chris would step in and they would just like it's like the classic like sitting on a curb. It was like a classic one. Yeah, like, we saw that with Matt sitting on yeah, the curb. Yep, yep, yep. And it's like, can you do this? Like, I don't I don't think I can do this right now. Can you do this right now? No, Chris. I don't think I can. Blah, blah, blah. Next day, it's totally fine. It was all for show. But, right. yeah, she was just alone. It was weird. It makes for worse TV. The TV, It makes for better, and of course, ABC are the experts. I am not. But I would think that it would make for better TV if she's talking with somebody else who's able to give an opinion back and create some conversation and create something that could create... Uh, something interesting as a viewer that I want to see some kind of interesting conversation about the way she sent Andrew home. Of course, none of that can happen when she's by herself. 
Yeah, it was just bad TV. And, <clears throat> I mean, they couldn't find the hosts. The hosts were in the Bahamas, like I said, sipping Mai Tais. But you know who they could find, though? Who? Andrew S. He was still, he was still around. Andrew so S. just pulls bring, back let's up. Let's bring him yeah, back. Oh, yeah. like, you know, let's bring him on back. Yeah, and, uh, well, we'll, we'll, well I, I am going to get to that Andrew S. edit, which I thought was excessive. We get it. Andrew S. is leaving. We're sad. I liked Andrew S. You liked Andrew S. 75% of the time. 25% of the time he was on Goober mode is what, what, what you like to say. We get it. He's leaving the show. We're sad. That doesn't mean we need a 15-minute recycled bit of Andrew S. and Katie crying and hugging and kissing. And then Andrew S. saying, hey, I'll stay. And Katie says, okay, you can stay. And Andrew S. going, no, I don't want to stay. <laughs> then deciding to leave, which, like, why do you do that? But um, anyway, Joey, I want to start with... Something that I don't think people are going to care about that much, but I do. I do care about this. Brendan. I was about to say my boy, Brendan. I can't call him my boy because I still don't know anything about him. But it's, 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 first of all, Joey, do you know what his job title is? Yeah, I just noticed that. Firefighter (laughs) trainee. His job title on the show is firefighter trainee. I don't know why ABC has to include the trainee. I want to, first of all, shout out our buddy Spencer Davis, who always listens to this show. Spencer is the man. I met his girlfriend at the wedding. She's awesome, too. Um, He mentioned this to me that they it's firefighter trainee for his job title. How long is the training process to be a firefighter, Joey? What is this like? Is this like a three-year train? What are you training to become a doctor? Like it's one thing to be like uh, again, like a trainee in a medical field where it takes extensive training. Firefighter train, just call the dude a firefighter. Yeah, but let's like, move on. And even if it's like his first day, just call him a firefighter. Like on right. the show, like right. his title. Like if he's a trainee, like just, just call just, him a firefighter. Just just put firefighter. It makes him look weird. Yeah, it's, it, it, it makes it's him. Odd. Yeah, it it's makes odd. it's just it's just kind of odd. I I don't know. I don't know. But 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 good for good for our firefighter trainee, Brendan. Hopefully he makes it one day. Hopefully he will indeed become I a know, firefighter. I, Got I, my fingers crossed for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out to firefighters, amazing people. So I'm really pulling for them, and it's yeah, it's great. So he's <laughs> just shouting out firefighters in general. Yeah. Um, okay, so our firefighter trainee, which. Um, it's it's time for the first one-on-one and i'm thinking to myself joey that that abigail thing was just a a one a one-off kind of thing i'm thinking to myself that probably doesn't happen a lot where someone just doesn't get a one-on-one but sure enough greg gets the first one-on-one which i hated i i get it i get that greg is this clear front runner and it's i i should say i hate it but it's not my decision it's katie's decision if she wants to take greg that's fine it's up to her i just didn't like the decision as a viewer because you still have Brendan and Mike P on the show. I want to get to know them. I want to see if there could be a connection there. She's got him on the show for a reason, too, I would imagine. So for her to bring Greg on this one-on-one, and then everybody's kind of jealous of, of Greg, and I notice the people who are saying they're jealous of Greg are like Blake and Michael A., other guys have, that have gotten one-on-ones. Mike P., who is just such a great guy. I love Mike P. He just immediately smiles at Greg and says, you deserve that. You deserve the one-on-one, which obviously Greg did not really deserve the one-on-one, but I just, I like Mike P a lot. He's, he's, he's a good guy. Joey, why did she give Greg this one-on-one? I mean, just give him the rose at the rose ceremony. Give him the rose at the group date. Give Brendan a one-on-one. You got him on the show. Show him. I almost feel like it's kind of a respect thing. If you're going to continue to have him on the show, give him some time. It's it's really got to be just brutally frustrating for Brendan to go through the entire season without getting any time. I even noticed, Joey, when Brendan and Katie were talking, it was so extremely stiff. They had acted like they had never talked before. And, it all, and, and based on what I've seen in the show, they hardly have. So 
Thoughts on why Greg got that first one on? Yeah, I agree with you. I thought it was absolutely brutal. Yeah. Because it seemed so weird when she took Brendan last week. And now it was even more strange because if you're not going to give him a one-on-one, there were other great guys, in my opinion, better than Brendan. Like Trey. Like we loved sure. Trey. And my boy Aaron. Like why did she not keep one of those guys? I mean, which, like I said, I thought were further along than Brendan. Why would you keep Brendan along just to not give him one-on-one? It, it didn't make any sense. I didn't like it. I agree with you. I think it was kind of disrespectful. Um, it, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, when it when Abigail got sent home, I was mad. I was I was I was bitter because I had grown to really like Abigail on the show. I haven't grown to really really like Brendan. I haven't disliked him at all. But the the show has not allowed me as a viewer to really get invested in him and his character and who he is as a person. I don't have that at all with him. But it, I really did not like seeing him get screwed. And Brendan asked it himself. Brendan says straight up. He says why am I still here is what Brendan said he's like he's asking the question everybody in America is asking which is why are you still here and even Brendan's like well what's going on here I've gotten absolutely no time we got all these other great guys I'm getting selected ahead of these great guys I'm not sure why because Brendan's probably thinking to himself I don't have a great connection with Katie I haven't had enough time to have a great connection with Katie so what what the hell am I even doing on 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 the show, you know, which is kind of a sad thing to say almost that when you get that late in the show and you don't even understand why you're there because you're getting no time, it's kind of sad almost. And then she goes and then he goes to Katie's room. Um and I don't really know what his play was there. Do you know what his play? He was going to go to a room and just kind of say like, "Hey, um I don't I don't really know what his play was there when he went to a room, do you?" Yeah, it it ended up kind of backfiring almost i would say yeah it, it I, was, I think brendan was okay to be sent home i think he was okay with it but yeah yeah i mean it was it, it was pretty awkward i would say like yeah it was it was like uh done 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 like why are you here it almost felt like katie was like in trouble which maybe i don't know in a way she like i don't know no that's she wasn't in trouble i don't know it felt I like kind she of was, know it, what was you mean. it was it was awkward. It, it's like she got sent to the principal's office y- kind yes, of right like I, I, I kind that's of know what you mean it's like yeah. now it's like you didn't give him the one-on-one and now you got to kind of step up and let him know why you know right, and then right. instead of letting him know why she just kind of said hey sorry dude like you've got no time i i just i, I can't give any more time gotta let you go which brings me back to something you just said joey if you're gonna keep brendan on the show that's fine. But to keep Brendan on the show and give him absolutely no time instead of going with a likes of a Trey or a, I think Trey's the guy that I want to mention specifically because I felt like she actually had a connection with Trey. I felt like when her and Trey communicated, it did seem light. It seemed fun. It seemed like they were enjoying each other. So why would you not keep Trey around? Do you think, Joey, that this could be a producer pick? Let me Let me put it this way. Do you think she might have sent James, Trey, Aaron, and Connor B home before Brendan so that they could be on Paradise? Is that a possibility or maybe not? It's it's interesting you say that because, to be honest with you, I could still see Andrew S even maybe showing up on Paradise because I... I, I hope s- so. I, I think he I think he, he just might. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It seemed like a very just kind of like airy pick. I, I'm very confused. I, they they took they they kept Brennan on. Honestly, it made no sense. The whole thing was strange. I don't know. It was yeah. Yeah, um, I don't I don't 
I don't know either. I think Brendan wins the award for most confusing dude on the show. I don't think there's any <laughs> single person watching that show that was like, yeah, Brendan. No, I know. And, and, and the dude seems like he's full of confidence. He seems like a, a good guy. But I think everybody watching the show was like, who are you? I see Katie with all the other guys. They're having a really strong connection. And then again, like even when she goes to talk to Brendan, it doesn't feel natural. It feels stiff. It feels forced. Brendan's like, can I give you a hug? You know, she's usually like kissing all the dudes like right away. You know what I mean? She's like Brendan and her like kind of struggling to hug. I don't know. It just kind of felt kind of felt weird. Um, I want to talk about Greg's one on one as well, because holy smokes, Joey, the bet I made me and Joey made a bet. If Greg wins, I get 20 bucks. If Greg gets sent home by Katie, Joey gets 20 bucks. And if Greg leaves on his own accord, it's a wash. My bet's looking pretty good. That was one hell of a good date from Greg. Once again, dude continues to kill it, and I love it. I love Greg. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like the date at all. Um, <laughs> I might have been. How, how do you really feel? About yeah, I didn't like it at all. Been to Seattle. Love Seattle. Fake Seattle. Free Seattle. Oh no, for, no, for, no, 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 no. Oh Adel. my gosh, I knew you were going to say that. I knew. <laughs> I was going to try to stop you before you said it. To anyone listening and heard him say I mean, free Adel, I apologize. I mean, we were, in, we were in free Adel. Oh we had God. the fake gum wall. We had fake Pike Place <laughs> It was kind of stupid, wasn't it? Yeah. We had some other fake stuff. I'm surprised they didn't even have like, no, a, like, right. a, like a needle, space needle. And then, they just and throw then, up a fake space needle. And then the cherry on top, we had fake rain, Mike, a.k.a. frame. <laughs> we did. That's the last thing when I wanted on my screen tonight was some frame, a big frame yeah. edit. If I want a frame, I would have. I don't even know what I've done. Poured out some water. I wanted. I've never wanted frame. I've never nobody, wanted frame. Nobody's ever not wanted then, frame. When now. it rains, it sucks. Rain is bad. Nobody likes rain <laughs> except for plants and farmers. Outside of that, rain is bad. So nobody wants normal rain. Nobody wants frame. They went the, the fake rain thing so they could just create this just mind-bendingly crazy moment for abc where it's it's raining the lighting is perfect he's holding her i mean it looked like the notebook right it that's looked what, like the that, notebook. I, was just, I was just about to say that mike it, it, I, yep. I think that's what they're going for oh and yeah is it kind of a far cry yeah, they know say, what they're doing yeah i mean i think i actually kind of think that um uh, greg kind of looks like ryan gosling maybe a little bit i sure feel like, i feel like they're kind of going with that and you know what's funny about that mike Someone the other day said that I actually kind of looked like Ryan Gosling. You know, you I will say this. You have you're not as hot as Ryan Gosling. I need to get <laughs> I need to get that off right away. I'm sorry if that hurt your confidence or anything like that. Maybe but, but maybe at the same time you could you could take a little you could you could take a little step down because you've been riding a cloud nine here for the last couple of weeks. You do have similar you do have a similar you do have kind of a similar look to Ryan Gosling. So you should definitely take that as a compliment. Absolutely. I kind of I kind of see what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, that's what I was going back to the confidence i was like wow ryan gosling really oh whoever wow. said that to you didn't know what they were doing <laughs> they didn't know what they were doing to your head whenever they said that but yeah <laughs> maybe um, yeah maybe i should try to um or were they saying that sarcastically uh, <laughs> like ryan gosling you ever seen him yeah. i don't know it sounded pretty serious <laughs> no, i'm sure it was i i kind of see it i can kind of see it yeah but maybe i'll have to like look at uh well you know ryan gosling try to copy his exact hairstyle okay. the way he dresses <laughs> everything you okay know? Maybe, let's let's oh, okay pump, pump the brakes let's okay. pump the holy <laughs> hell out of those brakes my <laughs> goodness <laughs> 
I want to look at Ryan Gosling, get his hairstyle. I want to wear his clothes. I want to start taking acting school. My goodness. Okay. I said you kind of, your facial expression kind of resembles Ryan Gosling in an extremely vague way. Um, so don't get crazy. But I, can't, yes. I can't wait for you to come over for the podcast next week. And I'm just gonna be a carbon. <laughs> like I'm like I'm picturing I'm gonna go to the haircut place and like you know when you go and you're like I want to look like this. I'm just gonna hand him a picture of Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah, and then look back at me and be like, are you are you serious? <laughs> Seriously, you just want to look like Ryan Gosling? I mean, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to look like Ryan Gosling if you can? So, um, I guess I uh, I look forward. <laughs> I look forward to seeing that, Joey. Katie used the word perfect in every way to describe the date perfect in every way those are her words not mine i wrote them down verbatim perfect in every way joey greg is our winner lock it up it's over i can't imagine that uh, i i just can't imagine anything else happening I, I don't know i'm hoping the perfect bomb is a kiss of death yeah well it wasn't last time i actually remember their first one-on-one i think she used the word perfect as well now their second one-on-one and joey when i'm watching her and greg i'm noticing a stronger connection with those two than anyone else i've seen as well i got to admit it i got to admit that when they're on dates together it does feel like they've known each other longer than they actually have that it does feel like they're having fun it looks like it looked to me from uh, just on a viewing perspective it looked like they were just enjoying themselves and having a good time and neither one of them was making an effort um thoughts on that you, you disagree a little bit yeah i mean to me it was one it was boring um it's boring tv but that doesn't necessarily make it a bad date yeah um i just thought that greg she'd like ask him questions and his responses would just be very like one word or like it just it was like wasn't enthused it was just like, hey, that's Greg, though. I, that is that is. Greg. I've learned that about I've learned that about him in the bit that I've that I've seen is, yes, she will say like is she said, I'm worried about you leaving is what she said to Greg. And Greg just very casually goes, why are you worried about that? You know, it, basically in that tone, he just goes, why are you saying that? Why are you worried about that? And it feels like he doesn't care, but he does. It's just the way that Greg kind of rolls. He is very one word kind of with 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 things, which I actually kind of like. About, I kind of like that about him. I don't know. I I I, I, I do know what you're, what you're what you're saying, though. So, yeah, I mean, in a, in a way, it's good. It's like it. he doesn't try to overdo it and it does feel genuine. Count it. Oh, uh, yeah, he definitely does. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's himself. It's it, it seems like it's kind of awkward at times watching it on screen. But I think a lot of their stuff, too, is nonverbal. I've kind of picked that up. Like it's like it, which actually is almost more powerful than words. So who knows? Maybe, you know, what, Greg. Yeah, he is up front. Yeah, Maybe he's doing some. I don't know. Yeah, he's doing it right. Uh, he, he certainly is doing it right. And like I keep saying, I really like seeing the, the fact that Greg is so far out in front because he hasn't made any effort. I see a guy like Blake. Blake seems to make effort to me. Blake seems to really try to put himself in the right spots. Blake seems to kind of have schemes. I could be wrong about that, but that's just the way I think about Blake. It seems like Blake's got a plan. Greg's never had a plan, and I absolutely love that about him. I think he seems like a great guy, and I continue to say I'm just happy to see a really good guy like that um, just so far out in, the, out in the lead and the guy that I think is going to undoubtedly um, win, 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 win the show. So Yeah, and that actually was a great transition into my next point. Oh, so Blake, when he, um, when he was talking about the, the one-on-ones, right. He said something and it just came off as very, very condescending to me, Mike. 
he said like <clears throat> he's like well if you've had a one-on-one you're way further ahead than people <laughs> that don't or like something I, to I that effect and it came off as very condescending and i'm not gonna lie it came off as like calculated it yeah. came off as very calculated. I agree. I agree, actually, with what with what you're saying. Um, I think what Blake said was Blake was sitting around. They were all sitting around, and there, there was about to be a date card passed out, and all the and the dudes are hoping for one on ones. All the dudes are hoping for one on ones, especially Brendan and Mike P. But all the dudes are hopeful that they could get one. And then Blake, after showing up three or four weeks late, sits there and says, "Yeah, man, you're way behind. If you don't got a one on one, you're going to be way behind. You can't catch up until you get that one on one, man." It's like, dude, you showed up three weeks late. You're the one stealing time from everybody. It's not these other dudes that showed up on time. You're the dude that showed up late. I thought it was condescending as well. I wouldn't have liked that if I know Blake. I don't believe that Blake's intention was to be rude or to be malicious in any way. I could be wrong, but I don't believe that was his intention. I think that he just kind of said it. Um, it wasn't really thinking about um, kind of the ramif- the potential ramifications or the way that the other guys would especially the guys who haven't gotten one-on-ones would interpret something like that. I would be kind of offended. I'd be like, dude, like get out of here. You showed up late. You got your one-on-one right away. We get it. You've done this whole process before. It's annoying that you're here. It's kind of what I would be thinking. I'd be a little resentful after hearing something like that, Joey. I agree. Yeah, because he said it to them. It wasn't in like a one-on-one right. thing to the producers. And thus, Mike, this brings me to his nickname. Uh-oh. Blake the Snake. Ooh, I like Blake that. The snake. I like that nickname yep. a lot. I think it's a little aggressive to call him a snake. I don't know if he's shown snake vibes, but I'd say out of the all the people we have left, I'd say he's probably the most that will he's probably the most calculated dude out there. So Blake the Snake. I don't I don't like I, I don't mind that, Joey. Yeah, I Blake, thought I was gonna hate the nickname, but I really like that one. Blake the Snake. And okay. I I will say I will give a shout out to uh Kelly. She listens to the show a lot. Oh, so you didn't come up um, with it, Kelly. I did. think she said that, but I, I agree that that's that I agree, Blake the Snake. I mean he I when she said it, I didn't agree with it. Yeah. But now I do. The yeah, guy just seems I do too. super calculated with just every move he does, and it just seems like it's all about him, number one. Yeah. Like, for example, when, uh, who was it? When Connor B got sent home, all the guys were just floored. They were shook. Greg, in particular, yes, was floored, and Blake was not really that upset. I don't he really remember probably, his reaction. Yeah, I don't either, but. I have no problem with him not being upset, though. If your competition leaves, I got no problem with a guy saying, yeah, you were a good guy, but I'm glad to see you leave. Your competition, goodbye. I have no problem with that. I, I don't I don't like that. Yeah, you don't like it? No. I got no problem with it because at the end of the day, it is a competition. I don't believe that. I don't want to see people be rude to each other, and I don't think Blake was ever rude, but it's like I got no problem with the fact that it's a competition, and you see your other competition leave, and you're not necessarily hiding the fact of that you're kind of happy about it or you're not pretending to be sad about it. Mm. I don't really got a problem with it because it is a, it is a, it is a competition. At the end of the day, all these guys, while they are all friends, and I can tell they really do form a really solid friendship on this show, don't they? And I've said it before, uh, people who have listened to our podcast, especially Matt James this season, we talk about this a lot. ABC has very specific rules in that house where you're not allowed to have your phones, which is ironic because we saw Mike A or Michael A talking to his uh, uh, talking to his uh, FaceTiming with his son, uh, but that's. That, that doesn't happen. Other than that, they're not allowed to have their phones back there. They have no access to TV, no access to the news. They really just isolate them in that house and make them think about nothing but Katie. So they have all they have are their thoughts and each other. So they spend a lot of time with each other. And I can tell some really solid friendships really do uh, uh, 
um, form. And I also see it a lot on Instagram too. Afterward, after the, the season ends, I can see that um, people really do kind of form really solid friendships with each other, which I think is kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool that that ends up happening with the, with the show. So, um, yeah, I, no, I, I, I agree. I think that's, that is cool. Yeah. They're, they're kind of like a bachelor click or like I've heard right. people call it the bachelor fraternity. Oh boy. Um, bachelor yeah. frat. Yeah. Bachelor frat after the show. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, not to, not to, uh, kind of go over it again, but I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I don't like Blake at all. I, you know what? <laughs> I, I've been kind of, a, I'm just going to flat out say it. Flat out say it. I'm, like, I'm not going to hold back. Yeah. Let it, let him, let him have it. I, I went on a, I'm going on a Blake roller coaster. You have been, you have been. I, he came on. I kind of have been too. And I hated it. Like I was like, bring back anybody else. I think I said that on the podcast, but now, and then I kind of went through this little period where I was like, maybe I kind of do like him. Maybe he's okay. Yeah. Now. Yeah, Blake the Snake. I'm kind of with you. I've kind of been doing the same ebbs and flows that that you have either. I think my ebbs and flows have been a little milder. I think I'm on a like a children's version of a roller coaster. Joey, you're riding the freaking wild thing with me. <laughs> I am on the wild thing. I'm literally going to Valley Fair. <laughs> oh actually, like I'm going. To That's Valley how Fair it works. Yeah. On uh, on Wednesday, actually. In no, like, you're in not. Like two days. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Oh, I need. Oh God, I need to go to Valley yeah. Fair. Valley Fair sounds so fun. I don't even know why. I just really want to go to Valley Fair. Yeah. Okay, I'm so super excited. Wednesday. Um, my sister, um, like I'm going with her, Sarah, her kid. Yeah. They're, uh, oh, uh, fun. They have like nice. an eight year old. My parents have been watching and, um, yeah, so I'm going, it's going to be super fun. I'm yeah. super excited. Yeah. Um, Valley, Valley, Valley fair is awesome. We'll have to go. We should go. We used we to go should. all the time we used back, to in, always go. back yeah. in middle school. Me yeah. and Joey and some of our other friends got passes there and I don't, I haven't really been back since like middle school or early high school. So yeah, we gotta, we gotta go back there, but yeah. Um, but anyways, yes, uh, I'll that, take a video posted on the Instagram page of me with my hands up on the wild thing <laughs> with with the caption Blake Blake Blake, Blake the snake Blake the snake <laughs> Blake the snake that's usually how it works is other people will ride a children's version of a roller coaster with their emotions and feelings about things Joey rides the world's biggest roller coaster up and down and up and down and uh, it's why I like having you on this podcast if I'm if I'm uh, being honest cuz the <laughs> the opinions never stop um Joey we got the group date now uh, Brendan's out at this point so we only have four guys on the group date it's kind of awkward those group dates are always awkward but i thought it was especially awkward to have such a smaller group like four people there it seemed i don't know it seemed a little bit weirder especially when she was handing out the the, the final rows um so they're doing like kind of sexual art they're kind of making art that has some kind of like sexual vibe to it i guess because we're out of ideas and we're abc and we're not sure what to do so we're going to do the sexual art route okay blake goes to show his art and it's completely blacked out, right? Because the implication is that you have two people, right, on his thing that are doing it. Joey just sees his art and Joey doesn't realize that the art is blacked out. And Joey thinks that Blake just made a black canvas. Like he just threw, Joey didn't realize it was blacked out. And Joey's like, wait, I don't get it. I don't get it. What are they all laughing? What are they all laughing? It's just black. And I'm like, Joey, yeah, they blacked it out because it was obviously it was too much to show on TV. He's like, oh, oh, that's that's black. Out. <laughs> Joey thought that the black that his art piece was just an all black canvas. He didn't realize that it was blacked out. Joey, thoughts on the fact that you have no idea what's going on. Thoughts on the <laughs> fact that you are completely clueless on everything. Any I thoughts? Am, yeah, I'm pretty clueless on most things. Oh my god, it was so funny. And I will say that was some great like special effects. I don't really hold this show to much standard on special effects when it comes to that sort of thing. 
like going back to the frame. Nah. Yeah. Not usually, but I don't know. It, yeah, I thought it was a black wait, canvas. I thought it was. Wait, like, are you calling the special? Are you calling the fact that they edited out the canvas special effects? Yeah. It's not special effects, Joey. It's just putting a black screen over the canvas. <laughs> like a ten dollar special effect <laughs> special effects <laughs> joey special effects are when you make like a dinosaur come alive in a movie special eff- <laughs> special <laughs> effects are not just throwing a black screen over the canvas everybody in the world knows it's blacked out except for the one person uh that i'm doing the podcast with i absolutely loved it um anyway also what? yeah yeah w- one more thing like why was like Michael A like had to do something that had to be blacked out a little bit. Like what yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michael A. Michael A's just going rogue. I don't even I don't even remember what he made. But apparently Michael A made some art that was a little a little too risque for uh, for television. Michael A's got a little bit of a secret side to him, man. I don't know. You don't know what you're getting into with Michael A. I know. He he is kind of a mystery box sometimes. He, it, it was like so I was like, wait. Michael A's having a blackout thing. I did see his. I yeah. realized that that was getting, yeah. getting blacked out. That yes, that that was like a butt or something that he drew. I don't even know. It was weird. <laughs> it was just a weird thing. I would hate that if I was on a date. They made me. First of all, I hate doing art. I I suck at art. I'm terrible at making art. I've always I always have been. I would feel really like what do I do? I would bomb on that date really bad. But what's up with Justin's art, by the way? Because Justin made his piece and. He's an artist that's been documented on the show. So he starts to draw the rows. He's, I see him starting to draw rows, and it looks very good. And it looks like I can tell he knows what he's doing, and he's painting very well. But then he showed his piece, Joey, and there was a rose in the middle, but then there were, like, stick figures all over the place. And I'm thinking to myself, what happened here? And then he shows up later with this just Pablo Picasso-like roses and I forgot oh butterfly it was a butterfly and roses just a beautiful painting that he all of a sudden shows up is he really a painter what what what, what's going on I'm a little confused about this Justin the artist kind of thing I have a wild Joey theory on this yeah good I'd love to hear it one when he was on the group date they were like dude you got like he, he was like oh yeah I'm gonna have like an hour to do this and they're like dude you got like five more minutes sure you yeah. got you got to wrap this thing now i think that's probably what happened so that yeah. probably that's happen. a good theory and two maybe he didn't even draw the butterfly maybe it's all front maybe they had some other artist he's bringing art claiming he's some artist yeah. not really sure why you do that but uh maybe that's the case otherwise yeah maybe he sits in the mansion and it took him literally like 20 hours to draw the butterfly i think it, i think it's possible that I would say the, the, the A is right. I would say he's probably an artist. I would say he's probably a legitimate artist. I mean, he's got all day in that house to, to, to draw that butterfly thing or um, create that art piece or whatever he wants to do. And that's what he wants to be doing with his time, right? He's an artist. He's passionate about it. He likes it. So he's going to want to be doing that. And you're right. He probably started doing something. ABC's like, uh, you got five minutes. And Justin's like, whoop, whoop. And then he, and then he decided <laughs> to kind of go the funny route uh, instead and kind of make some stick figures, um, you know, and stuff like that's, that. Yeah, he like, I think he was like at this point, Point, I'm not gonna be able to make it good, so I might as well just like make it like noticeably bad. Yeah, I don't know. Just kind of, I don't know either. Joey, thoughts on Michael A. getting a group date rose? I am not gonna lie, I was absolutely shocked. I was floored. I Why was are shook. you so surprised? I, was I that was my call. I said Michael A. is gonna get it, and I was and I was right. Why are you so surprised to see that? I honestly thought both the Michaels were toast. I thought they were gonna be. And a Michael goodbye sandwich. Yes. Yes. And, I 
I, I, I know that you thought that. I'm trying to figure out why with Michael A. Yeah, because I, I think he seemed very strong throughout the entire course of the, the season. I'm not surprised to see him get it. Like, like I said earlier, I think that Michael A. seems like a great guy. He seems super nice. I think, like I, like I said, I'm really happy he's on this platform. I'm glad he's getting exposure. Like I said, he seems like just a just an awesome person. Yeah. But I just don't see the connection between Katie and him um, personally, I guess. But maybe there's stuff happening off screen or maybe they do have this connection uh, and I just don't see it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just was shocked. Um, I, I feel like Katie feels for him and his situation um, and, and feels that he's a good guy. I don't. I don't. Think I, don't she, I don't believe that. You don't think so? I don't. I don't believe that it's kind of a. She's giving him pity roses because say, she feels for the situation. I think she'd send him home by now if that was the case. I don't think that. I don't think Katie's the type to give pity roses. Katie. Katie's. Katie's into Michael A because she's into Michael A, and she may not be off put by the fact that she that he has a kid. Katie's thirty years old as well, right? Katie's so to, for her to think that she and she continue, continues to say, every time I give you a rose, I know I'm not just giving this to you but i'm giving this to your son as well she continues to say that so i'm thinking that katie may in fact not be off put by the fact that that he has a kid that she may actually enjoy raising a kid with 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 michael a and being there for for him in that capacity i think that's completely possible so i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't say that she feels bad about the situation and that's why he's still on the show definitely not at this point uh, any any thoughts to that yeah i mean i agree i don't think she's giving him pity roses per per se but i definitely feel like um it's i don't know i just feel like she like feels for him just as like a human being and some of that like passion for just like his overall situation might be like playing into her like okay emotions towards him okay that makes sense sure i think it does um yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of my read. Not not like not like a, I'm gonna give you this rose because I like feel bad for you. Sure. And I want you to feel better about yourself. But just like a, I don't ever know. Like some of the passion uh, might yeah. be, um, you know, she just feels for him as a person and it's just kind of like playing in somehow i don't know i don't know no no i think that's i think you're you're probably right i think it's okay too i, I think it's okay to not only be attracted to the guys but maybe be attracted to the, the, their situations as well i think that that plays into it as 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 well when you're looking for a, a significant other it's not only the person themselves but the the situation maybe that the other person is in or um you know kind of what 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 they're about with their their family or their hobbies etc cetera, etc cetera. all that stuff is very very important so um i think you're right and I also don't think it changes the fact that Andrew, or I'm sorry, Michael A is a very, very strong contender. Uh, we got Mike P. We got the cuddle date. What the hell was going on with the cuddle date and how much did Mike P hate it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know who hated it more, Mike P or me. Uh, I, you know what? Normally I would say you. I don't think anybody hated it more than Mike P. I think Mike P was peak uncomfortable didn't he say uh cuddling in the woods uh 10 being the most uncomfortable i'd give it about a 10 isn't that what he said <laughs> i think he's about spot on with that i would have felt a little uncomfortable on that date as well because there's another person there teaching you how to cuddle like giving you like positions of how to cuddle it's like <laughs> i don't want to cuddle. I, I i don't need a cuddle professional to be there watching me cuddle that's what that's why they were awkwardly laughing right is because there's like another person there and it's it's a first date as well, so it's going to be a little awkward. But uh, I just thought that was a weird date. And then she asked him before dinner, 
really, really nice guy, but we both saw that coming, right? I think most people on the show probably saw Mike, the end of Mike P on that date, yeah. Yeah, their writing was definitely on the wall. And just like we were talking about with Brendan, yeah, Mike P, super nice guy. Um, But just like we said with Brendan, he he was taking up spots. Like, he was taking... He took a spot. Well, don't like, say we. I, I never said that he was snatched. You, you can't snatch roses. You, what do you mean he's taking spots? Because it's up to Katie. Katie's the only one in charge, and Katie's the only one with the feelings, and but, Katie's the only one giving the roses. So Katie decided that Mike P. was a better fit than Trey or your boy. It's just like Aaron. with Mike P., Like he's a super nice guy. Wish him the very best. Um, doubt he'll be back on the bachelor screen ever, but hope he you know, finds love. I really do. But with Katie, just in my opinion, the writing was on the wall for a long time now. Yeah. And it just seems like she just maybe it's one of those situations where people, other people know you better than you know yourself. Like maybe I know Katie better than she knows herself, Mike. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm going to have to step back here and just take a few minutes. Pretend like I didn't hear that. Grab a drink of water, shake that one out, and uh, come back and uh, try to go on with the rest of the podcast. Because I think you just said that based on watching this show, you're thinking that you might know Katie and what she wants better than know what Katie wants. Is that what you said? That is correct. That's great. Um, Um, Yeah. Yeah. And to that point, I just, I don't know. I feel like he was taking up a spot. Um, I feel like the writing was on the wall. Well, well, Joey, let me say this. I kind of agree with you. Um, It, it. I agree with you in this. It seemed like she had a better connection with Trey and Aaron than she did Mike P and Brendan. It seemed that way. Now, obviously, that was not the case. That's the way it presented itself on screen. Obviously, that was not the actual case because Katie's the one who has the feelings. Katie's the one making the picks, right? Um, as much as we like to say we know Katie better than she knows herself, which you did just say uh, about a minute ago, um, that, of course, is not the case, and we're only seeing what's being presented on screen. So I don't, I, I don't know. It, it, there, there was something there keeping him around, but the writing was absolutely on the, on the wall. Mike P said, my respect for you is never going to change. I think he kind of handled being let go about the way that you would uh, expect him to. Nothing but class and respect from Mike P. Hope he does uh, end up on The Bachelor again in some capacity. Uh, probably unlikely, just because it, uh, maybe not the right personality. That's okay. Um, good guy. Glad he was on the show. And then the rose ceremony happens. And what are what are we doing here with this rose ceremony? Andrew S. Great, great guy. I, I didn't want to see him. I did not think. I thought Justin was going to be the one to go. I think you did too, right? You thought Justin was going to go? A- absolutely. Yeah, I did too. So I was very surprised to see Andrew go but can he just leave and like can we not I, I i or let me put it this way when you get this deep into the show maybe she goes and she talks with him and has just a, a very quick two-minute conversation saying hey i'm sorry this is the way it worked out blah 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 i think you're great just got these other these other relationships you know i wish you nothing but the best they hug done Joey, they dragged this thing out for like 15 minutes, and I'm thinking to myself, well, Andrew S. keeps coming back. He keeps coming back, and I'm thinking they're going to bring him back. They're going to do a five-piece. They're going to do a five-piece hometowns. That seems to be what's happening. And then Andrew S. writes, I'll be waiting for you if you change your mind. That's what he said. Love, love, love Andrew. And he walks away, and as soon as Katie wrote that, read that, she was like, oh, crap. And then she goes to run after him, and I figure she's running after him because she wants to bring him back and do a five-piece for hometowns. But instead, she just says to him, um, 
do you want to stay a little longer on the show? Which, what does that mean? Does that mean that he's going to hometowns? Does that mean that he's just kind of kicking it for a little bit? I don't even know what that means. And then Andrew said no. Andrew's like, no, you didn't choose me, so I got to leave. It's like, Andrew, why did you write, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting? I'll be waiting to reject you? Is that what you'll be waiting for? <laughs> like, why did you Why did you write that? Thoughts on that ridiculous edit from ABC. Terrible television, ABC. Didn't care for the television you presented to me for the rose ceremony. Uh, I know you're going to do better next time, but take notes because you, you, you kind of screwed up here. Way, way over the top here. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, it was funny too when we were watching it. We're like, wait a minute, there's they're doing the rose ceremony and we could see it on the little scroll bar. We're like, we still got like 15, 20 minutes left of the right, show. Right, we could see that the rose ceremony was happening a lot earlier than normal. And I'm thinking, wow, crazy stuff's about to go down. Yeah, nope. and that's yeah, yeah, that's what I thought nope. and was hoping for. But basically, yeah, I agree with you with the note. It's like, yeah, if you, if you're if you if you want me, I'll, I'll be waiting for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, like you you said it perfectly. To just to reject you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't so. even know. It was, I guess so. I thought uh, the whole thing was was a little bit odd. I would love to see Andrew S back at Paradise. I would love to see him, Joey. I know you're gonna you're gonna scoff at this because I just know you will. I'd love to see him as the Bachelor. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I've had to be here for that one. Like I said, Andrew S. Seems like a super solid dude 80% of the time. You still can't get over that goober mode that, that he goes goober, into. The goober, okay. goober see, mode. I don't see that. I don't, I don't see that. I don't know what like that is even. Goofy goober mode. And it, it did come off as a little bit like fake. Like, like Mike, when, you know when like someone has like a like fake laugh? It's it's like a fake laugh, you know, where, where it's like a... Where it's like they'll, they'll it's like, very obviously like, ah, fake. Ha, yes. Ha, 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 ha. Yep. Yep. That's what his like twenty percent goober mode was for me. It was like a you're like smiling through your teeth kind of like okay. like I, like I, like I like Andrew S. I think he was a good guy, but it was like almost like it felt like it was just kind of like like kind of just not not genuine. Yeah. Down not at, not genuine. I think at, that was your first genuine of the show time. actually. Uh, you know what? Someone else. Some oh, it was your second. Okay. Someone else told me. Um, your thing is genuine. My thing is thoughts. I always say thoughts. Joey, thoughts. Thoughts on this, and which is, could not be truer. As soon as I heard somebody say that, somebody who I I, I forgot, Joey, what, what was their name? I want to give Ke her a shout Kelly. out. Kelly is her name. Yeah. yeah, she listens to the show. She really likes the show. I met her at Kyle's wedding. Uh, uh, she's she's awesome. So shout out shout out to her. She said that I always say thought, which is the truest thing I've ever heard. Right? I don't I don't ask questions. I just go thoughts thoughts. Thoughts. That's all. That's all I do, and I'm never going to stop doing that. So that's how it is. Uh, Joey, it is indeed time for the power rankings. It is now time for Joey's power rankings. This is the power rankings um, of this kind episode of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time, because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks, and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um, okay. It's kind of based off the season, so. Abigail. It's kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's Power Rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season so far. Kind of. What the hell are these? Halfway. And there is Joey's Power Rankings song. Joey, explain the Power Rankings. So it's where I think these guys rank based off what we've seen. Also with some of my biases thrown in. Okay. Very, very well said there, Joey. Uh, the people that he thinks are going to win, with some biases thrown in there of who he's going to, who he likes, and who he, who he, uh, 
um, and who he doesn't like, um, uh, which always confuses us and uh, makes this whole thing uh, really, uh, no one really knows exactly what we're doing, but we're doing it. Uh, number number four, who's next to go? So number four, it's not actually who I think is number four, but it's it's got a lot of bias. A lot of bias on this one. I'm, I'm sensing a, Mike, a Michael A. Uh, Blake, actually. Oh, sure. Okay. Blake, yeah. Blake the snake. Um, I think he's actually probably two. But he's number four because I don't. So like you him. think you'd say you'd say he's number two in terms of the chances to win, but in your power rankings, he's number four. He takes a serious dip because he is Blake the Snake, and he you do not like him at all. Correct. Okay. Does okay. that make sense? It it it, it does. Uh, it does in a in a weird, <laughs> confusing way. It makes sense. It only took us two seasons uh, to figure it out, but I think we're starting to make progress on what these things are <laughs> and what we figured out what they are is. I don't know. A we lot figured of, out what they biases. are. A lot of biases. <laughs> we figured out what they are, and it's just a lot of biases. So you got Blake at, at at number four. So Joey, tell me your thoughts about Blake in terms of him as a contestant. I'm more interested in when you said you have him at number two. That's a big move there. Now Blake being number two in terms of him maybe making a shot to to take a dub. I mean, what are we what are we thinking about about him? I see him as being pretty strong too. I mean, here's the thing. You said this before. I have to agree with you. I think Greg is way out front. Yeah. It's like Greg is like way out front and then it's you go way down and then it's Blake and everybody else, right? Yep. It's like yep. <clears throat> yep. and as much as I hate to admit it because uh, you're right. Your bet, your bet is looking wow, real good right it, now. It sure is. It is looking good right now. We'll see what happens. Your bet was looking good too, though. Remember, we made a bet on uh, Matt James's season that uh, I think uh, Bree and Rachel would be top two. It was looking great all season, and then he ended up taking uh, Rachel and Michelle to the final two. So you never know what's going to happen, but yeah. You never know, but it is looking pretty great. Oh, my gosh. And the award for worst pun on bros in the break room history goes to none other than Joseph Havlick. It's looking great. I don't even know how you said that. Um, God, that was terrible. Um, okay, so we got Blake at four. He got three. Um, I'm going with... Uh, Justin, yeah, I think this guy has absolutely <laughs> no, no chance. He doesn't. Um, honestly, super nice dude. <clears throat> it's all right. I'm glad he's getting followers. Um, yeah, good guy. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone could debate the fact he's a good guy. He made a great face today in this episode, Joey, too. He, he looked right in the camera. They need to look directly into the camera more. That's a great move. Jim in the office style. Look straight into the camera. I loved when Justin did that. I agree. His faces have been absolutely cash money this season. Absolutely hilarious. Um, but I'm gonna miss Justin when he's gone. I'm already, I'm already, I'm already given the the, the uh, fore, you're, foreshadowing. You're already starting to mourn Justin. Yeah, yeah, you're yes. starting to mourn his loss already, yes, and he's not even gone yet. So I, I don't think he has a chance either. He would be my number four um, in terms of people that have a chance to win. I would flip those two. Um, I imagine uh, Michael A's coming next. Yep, you're right. Michael A is next. Good um, pick. So you're kind of making a switch here on Michael A. Now, uh, you said you didn't really see him as having any shot with Katie. Now you got him now number two. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, <laughs> technically Blake would actually be number okay, two. Okay, so, okay. okay. Um, but, uh, and and I just think Justin has absolutely no shots. So, like, yeah. neither does Michael A. I don't know. Like, no. th these are, this is like, the, like it's, it's the Greg show. I mean, who are we kidding at this point? What percent the, chance do you give Blake of winning? Blake? Yep. Um... I would give Blake, or I'll just, okay, hold on. I'll be used to this. So I'm going to go with Greg. I'm going to go with like, 
like 88% chance that okay. Greg wins. And I'm going to go with, uh, or no, let's go. Yeah. 88. Let's go 88. I'm going to go. Blake has 10. Okay. And then one, and the other two have one a piece. Well, you're going to give <laughs> one a piece. You know, I think that actually sounds about right. Let me ask you this. What are the odds? What percent chance would you give Katie of ever sending Greg home? Meaning you would win the bets. The percent chance that Katie would say that Katie would send him home. Uh, well, I feel like it would, yeah, be like the the inverse. Be that like that 12, would be the twelve percent. Yeah. Okay, because I was thinking it's eighty eight percent chance he wins, but that other twelve percent could be him deciding to, to duck, duck to out on his own. Which I don't know why he would do that. I don't know exactly why he would do that. Katie seems worried about that as well, and there seem to be some fan theories about that, which I'm not really, I'm not really seeing. So, um, and then we got our boy Greg at at at. Um, at number one, Bob, he's the guy I'm, I'm hoping is going to to win as, as well. I do like him. Um, I'd like to I, I'd rather see him win than any of the other. You know what? I think maybe Michael A. It's going to be pretty. It's going to be Joey. It's going to be it's going to sting when Michael A. gets sent home. If that does happen, because I do think Michael A. I would say Michael A. could be my number two. Actually, I would probably go number one, Greg, number two, Michael A., number three, Blake, and then a distant four at Justin. I don't think Justin really has much of a shot, uh, but 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 who knows? Um, yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, I I just don't uh, like I said before. I think Michael A. is just a great guy. I just don't know if I see them two together. Um, just because it's interesting, it's so interesting. I've watched this show so many seasons, right? And in the moment, like in the heat of the season, you're like, Michael A and Katie, yeah, this would be great. But then like later, like when, when they're, when he's like off the show, you'll like look back and be like, maybe not, you know, say say it again. (laughs) So like right now it's like Michael A and Katie, like, oh, it might work. Like, yeah, like, okay, like, we're in the heat of the season, right? Right. We're, we're going into hometowns. Like, emotions are high. Emotions are yeah, high. Yeah, exactly. But then, like, later, like, when we're sitting there. Cameras and, are off. And cameras are off. And she's, like, interviewing, like, being interviewed the morning after the final, the finale with Greg and her on Good Morning America. And then you, like, have, like, a second interview later of, like, Michael A. alone yeah. on Good Morning America. You'll be like, that makes sense right i gotta i gotta imagine there's gotta be a i'm again i've continued to say and i think people in general would agree with this that it's it's not ever surprising when bachelor couples break up i think one of the biggest reasons joe is there's got to be some kind of a hangover once that show ends because when those cameras are on that's got to be pretty thrilling you know you probably because joey i i think i've said this before in the podcast but just kind of try to put yourself in their shoes not only are there cameras there but there are camera people everywhere there are lights everywhere it probably feels like you're on a movie set to a certain extent so when you're in the midst of this show it's got to be very very thrilling and exciting and like oh like you know just balls to the wall and then you pick your winner and bam it's all done cameras are off camera people are gone lights are gone you are now joe schmo and Jane Schmo, and that's all you want, right? And now you're just back to being a normal couple. And now, can you make this work? That's a significant, like, difference in just emotions, and that your your the way your brain interprets both of those situations are just so. For example, Joey, let me put it this way: I think Katie 
could maybe not like a guy very much romantically, but could feel comfortable with that person on screen, if that makes sense, which makes her look better and keep that person longer because she feels more comfortable with them on screen. Does that make sense? It's like it's it's very again, it's like you're on a movie set so that that any bachelor couple that has made it serious props. And I think we're kind of hitting a hot streak here a little bit. Uh, uh, Tasha and her dude are still together. Claire Crawley, who you've talked about, and Dale, I think they're getting engaged again. So uh, big ups to them. And then uh, we got Kurt Connell and Matt are, are still together. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, uh, you have to go all the way back to Sean Lowe um, to, to find somebody else. Sean Lowe and his wife, who are my two role models, they're awesome. They have three kids together. They're still married. The fact that they've been able to make that thing work after the show, I think it's just um, awesome. But yeah. Yeah. I think it's so funny you brought that up. I agree. Um, I think we are kind of on a little bit of a hot streak uh, for now. Uh, it's so funny too with Claire and Dale. Uh, somebody else brought this up. Um, it was like, so did they get like unengaged? And then re-engaged? Is that what happened? Is that a thing? I think it can is you a thing. Get unengaged? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get unengaged and re-engaged. And then yeah. re-engaged? Yeah. People might do that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Is that what happened? Did, did did they? Oh, so at the end of the at the end of Claire's season, she actually did get an engagement from Dale. Yes. And after it was like very, four episodes. Yeah, yeah. After like yeah. After like a couple Dale, Dale episodes. was probably like not really wanting to do oh, it. He's like okay, no, I not guess at I all. Do this. Um, so they got engaged and then they broke it up and then they got re-engaged and now we're waiting to see if they actually do get the marriage or if they're going to unengage again. <laughs> <laughs> Not really any telling of which o one's going to happen. Only right now, on The Bachelor would you get, would anyone even utter the words unengaged? <laughs> unengaged and re-engaged. Like and re-engaged. Re Are those even real things? I don't know. Re-engaged. I mean, I mean, uh, 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 proposing to somebody and then breaking it off, that's not unheard of. Proposing to somebody, breaking it off, and then re-engaging. The re-engagement is the part that's not as common at all, I don't <laughs> think, is, is doing the re-engagement. Apparently, that's the way they roll. So, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, when you say something else, yeah. Um, no, sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say, hopefully things, uh, I was getting ready to wrap up here. I was hoping that, uh, hoping that things work out for Katie and Greg. I think that's going to be the inevitable uh, people that are going to, uh, that are going to stick together. So hoping things work out for them. Yeah. Uh, I have one more thing. So sure. very interesting, <laughs> kind of going back to what you were saying about the like post bachelor show world versus when you're on the show. And I agree with you when you're on the show. I think it's thrilling and it kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier in the podcast of how your emotions might be like kind of misattributed and I'm going to hit you hit you with some knowledge here. So I took Good. in college at Iowa State, go clones. You took Woo. a bachelor course. No. <laughs> I took a I took a I took a a course called social psychology. Did you ever take any psychology classes, psych classes? Uh, you know, I took one. And I was really excited about it, and I just didn't like it. It was all about memorizing terms. It wasn't very interesting, but yeah. Dang, that's a bummer. Well, I took one. one. It was like a 200-level course. It was called social psych, social psychology, and it was all about, like, all is about, like, society and, like, how, like, uh, stuff, you know, plays in, like, so it was psychology. So, Anyways, I love the class. It was one of my favorite classes I actually took yeah, in college. Yeah, I was hoping that my psychology class was going to be pretty cool yeah, as well. I didn't love it. But. One of the only courses I actually like looked forward to yeah, going to. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing that came up in there was called the misattribution error. And what that is is if you're with somebody doing something, 
like the example, like the token example was skydiving. Yeah. So if you're skydiving with somebody, you may be like, no, it's like, you know, the opposite gender that maybe you have a little thing for or your friends or whatever. And you skydive, so they do something super duper exhilarating. Your emotions will actually get misattributed to liking them. Sure. Even though the actual is just you were you were scared and excited for skydiving. Right. Exactly. So I think that you, you connect those emotions with those people. That's right. kind of another reason why it's very common for guys and girls to watch scary movies together. Right. When you yep. talk about scary movies, yep. it's very common for th- that to be kind of a date. We'll watch a scary movie together. Right. Because, yeah, again, there's a lot of heightened emotions with that. And those emotions are you're going to kind of connect with the person that you're, you're with during that. So, yeah, right. exactly. It's a good thing to mention. So I think that's what's happening here. Like, I yeah. think they're misattributing like you said wow joey that was a solid take right there yeah that was a that was an a plus take. but it's not very often they tell you you had an a plus take but i think you're spot on with all of that give me a little i thought you're gonna be some bachelor education not college level education what the hell that's a shout out to my uh, old psych psych prof he's a great great guy thank goodness well very well done uh well with that folks we are going to wrap up so everybody have a great rest of your day and we will see you guys next week see you next time Did you ever get the chance to dance along the light of day? Na 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 fall from a shooting star Fall from a shooting star Know you're drowning deep in that love, pride, pride, romance, vibe, phone conversation, best soil out there that you ever had. <laughs> that wasn't even close to right. <laughs>